back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. Uh, and I'm Mike. You can find me on Twitter at Cygnus and Paler and uh, my podcast Tarantino Minute. Yep, that's it. Uh, today we're talking about minute number 29 of Suicide Squad. The minute's going to start out with Deadshot taking a guess uh, at the gun that he now has pointed at uh, Keith Griggs' face is not loaded. And the minute's going to end with Deadshot shooting a lot of guns. I think he only shoots two guns in this minute. Mm-hmm. A okay. Deadshot montage. Deadshot Wait. montage. Dead Shantage. Is it a montage? It doesn't. It's, it's not a just, montage. It's like, it's like a music video, if you will. <laughs> Uh, and like one of them music videos, if you will. Because a, a montage is like... A dead shot featurette. Like a montage like has to show like a time passage lapse. of time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This is more just like, we're going to have them shoot things, but it's going to be really cool. And real cool angles. Yeah. Um, Mike, he's not really shooting things. He's shooting the same thing over and over again. Targets. Yeah, that is that's that's the point, right? To shoot it. Again and again, because that's what Deadshot does. I don't know. I mean, I think he's just. Uh, I mean, yeah. I guess that is a. This is a good. This is a good minute to showcase the prior perception. What was the word? Yeah, pro prio prioception. Um, in Deadshot, which is always hitting a fixed point, no matter what or whatever. Like we use having complete awareness of your, of where you are mm-hmm. on the Earth, and with like the motion of gravity and all that and like you have the ability to you know the you know if you were had your eyes closed and you went to go do something that you could nail it without yeah, pin the tail on the donkey exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what they were doing with those birthday parties they wanted to make sure kids knew where they were with their pro proprioception or making sure they weren't metahumans is yeah. that your superpower is you know where the tail goes yeah it would be pro Pryros. Stop saying say the, the word, word if you don't know how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> if you got to sound it out every time, you don't know the word. Yeah, you're right. But pro, that's how you pro, learn. Propriety. Pro, 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 propane. Pro cryo. Pro, pro choice. Uh, uh. Um, before we get into today's minute, uh, Mike, the last time we saw you, you said that you hadn't seen the rest of the film. You saw 47 and like 12, se- 12 seconds. Um, but now, today, in this point in time, uh-huh. you have seen the whole film. Uh-huh. You Was went that just yesterday? Yeah, you saw it yesterday. Yeah, I watched it yesterday. Yeah. And yeah. what what are your concluding thoughts? How did everyone shape it's out for you? Fucking stupid movie. It's just a dumb movie. It's I'm on it and like you can say what you will, and you can have your people You're yell at me, but I just to, no. okay. Uh, I just think I just don't. I think don't it, rationalize it. I just don't think it's a very good movie. I think that it could have been a lot better, um, and I just don't think it was good. And I don't think it matters what cut we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. I just don't think the movie is good. You could be right, and it might just fall on just you know. Maybe sometimes Suicide Squad just isn't good. Maybe sometimes movies just aren't yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? That's okay. It is okay. We're supposed to have not good movies, so then we know how to make better ones. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that 
the plot didn't really work out the way that it could have worked out. Um, well, I, I think um, characters didn't really play out the way they should have played out. I think the plot never solidified into what it should have been. Oh yeah, I think I think that's what the problem is. Like the plot never, um, never felt existent. Like the plot never like, totally. Um, I think that's one of the biggest shoehorned. It's it was just like it was almost like it didn't even want to. It like left us wanting to assume what the plot was, and it never. It said, "Yeah, Enchantress is the bad guy, and Suicide Squad has to go do that." But it's like almost like they didn't know that either. See Enchantress again until like an hour and a half into the movie, and then you and then oh hey, there's the villain, there's the bad person of the movie, mm-hmm. yeah. and the, but the movie's now over. Now we're in the final act of the movie when they go to, um. The subway? The subway. Yeah, where like that big thing. With the, the bombs in it, yeah. The bomb, that's that's okay. when we see them again. Mm-hmm. And then like that's like, oh, well, like we should have been seeing what the villain's been up to the whole time to, you know, gauge on what they're doing. But every time we see Enchantress and her brother, don't know what her brother's name Incubus, is. Incubus. Like the band. How many times did they say that in this movie? None. Yeah. Incubus's name is not in the movie. He's a henchman. Like, you have to know. Like, He's big at least hench- in, yeah. in um, Avengers, like Proxima Midnight and all this kind of stuff. Like, you got. you, uh, And even in. um, What was the last movie you guys just did? No. Dawn of Justice. Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. When uh, Zod's henchman came down. Oh, yeah. You, at least they had their names as well. Like, why didn't we learn. Why didn't we learn the big number two's name? Doesn't matter. Um, but I just think that a good movie should not only build the heroes, which is the titular squad mm-hmm. of suiciders, <laughs> but it should also build the villains and it should also build them up uh, knowing, you know, David Ayer is saying that it was supposed to be Steppenwolf and the last minute got cut into yeah, this thing as a whole thing. <laughs> that, that's one of those things I, you know, I, I love behind the scenes. I love knowing about what these films should have been like and stuff like that. I think that whole Steppenwolf take and the parademons, I think that was pre pre production. Like part of me is like, no, that like that got changed a long time ago. That never was even gonna be part of the film. Um but he probably thought that that was going to be that part of the film. Yeah. And he already had it played out I in don't his want, head. Yeah, I don't want people to start coming up with theories like, oh, the original David Ayer cut was going to have like Steppenwolf. Oh, my I was God. Like, Here's like, another cut. Like that was too – that that kind of stuff, that concept art is way too early. And that happens with films. Oh, it's, yeah. Like all totally. these – every comic book film has all these amazing concept art ideas that would have been great. But it's like – that's one of those things where it's like as much as I want to love – some secret version of Suicide Squad. There probably is a better movie, a better version of this movie out there, but I don't think it was anything as enlightening uh, as, you know, like, oh, they went through with the, the parademons and all that. Like, no, there's just a different edit of this film that we have that might be a little bit better, that might have a better plot structure, which is, if it just had a better sh- plot structure, I would forgive this film. But... So, and I, I got to get back into this. This is the only movie franchise. This is the only cinematic universe that people talk about the different cuts. This is the only franchise. I mean, you can, I guess you could say the Hobbit, but that doesn't really count because that's fan cuts. 
This is the yeah, only it, franchise. You know what it is? Because like it's they stopped, and I feel like it kind of falls back on this. You don't get director's cuts anymore, and you don't get commentary anymore. You get, no, you get commentaries. Is there still com- Do they yeah. still do commentary on DVDs? Yeah. Then why isn't there commentary on things like this such? And is and like well, is that because know. it's like you like it's they, a director's they're, choice. they're not allowed to say oh well like we had to do some changes even if you spin it into a positive way maybe like just but like, I don't know I, I don't I don't understand the rationalization of you know so like where do you, what so you guys don't think this movie's good just a yes or no uh, y- yes or no no you don't think it's very good no not, out of a I'm yes not or no saying answer, that no. you hate it I'm just saying you. You don't yeah. think it's very no, good. No, it's not it's not good compared to the other movies that uh one that I have been analyzing for this podcast particularly. It's not good stacked and it up. It can't have good those. parts. This is a good part of a bad movie. Yeah. Of yeah. a bad movie. Of a not very good yeah. movie. I guess and that's my follow up. It yeah. has good parts. It's weird. There's yeah. good moments, I there's just, good things that came out of it. I was, I was just uh, watching today, right before we did this, I was watching Funhouse's review of Venom. And I think what it is is and I, I completely agree, it's like it's one of those I I enjoy this film, but it's not good. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I watched this movie three times. I like Waterworld. It's not good. Yeah, it's one of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, this movie, like, objectively is not good. But I am entertained sometimes to watch it. Yeah. It's one of those things. So when you say, you think this movie is good, and like, no, but why do I watch it every now and then? I mean, I watch Justice League. I've seen that movie like more than five times and I hate that movie and I still watch it. I don't know why I watch it. I'm just like, there's just parts that you go, oh, I just want to see that Aquaman part again. Yeah. And I go, well, I guess I got to watch this fucking movie. Whenever so I hear about the, for the episode, whenever I hear about the edits, it's always like the fans are trying to rationalize and make the movie better themselves. Yeah. And, but, mm, but, but then like, you make it sound worse mm-hmm. by doing that, by going, well, the other edit of the movie, it's like, well, you don't know that. Though. Yeah, exactly. It could still be shit. Exactly. And then, you're, then, then you look like an asshole because then you're going to find another edit of somebody else. It's like, oh, well, no, this edit is mm-hmm. the one. It's like, just shut up. Just shut the fuck up and say, hey, look, objectively, the movie's not that great. You could like watching it. There, hell, there's, there's movies I love watching that are not good. Yeah. All those old Peter Jackson movies I love watching are not good movies. They're bad movies. Somebody told me Mad Max was an awful movie the other day, and like the first I, one, yeah, yeah. And I don't I think like, it's objectively good. I was almost about to argue, but then I realized, oh yeah, I think that is a bad movie. But I fucking listen. There it is. I love that movie, we all yeah. used our and ass. I love watching yeah. that movie. Yeah, yeah. I'll agree that Road Warrior is phenomenally Far better superior. than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but Mad Max is a bad movie. But it's great. You like watching for it for me. Yeah, yeah there's nothing uh, wrong with that. Most of those Godzilla films are garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I own all of them. So, but you like them and you like watching because like they're because they're because they're fun I to was watch. Super entertained with watching the one the other day, and it's just well, that like, one is good. I will fight you if you don't. I just like don't it. think <laughs> that this movie is that fun to watch. I just don't. There was I watched so I put it on and I was like I was um, on my computer and there was a bed in my other room, so I like lay down on the bed and was like watching it. And I totally lost interest about halfway through the movie uh, when, um, can I just, you're fine. Um, no, can I just talk about what happens in the movie? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Feel free. Okay. So when the whole Joker and Harley Quinn thing happens with the helicopter, Mm -hmm. totally tuned out, tuned out of the movie completely. I could not be more disinterested in everything that was happening in the movie. And then I was like, Oh no, I, I need to, I should, I rewind. I was like, 
no, I don't want to rewind this. I just <laughs> kept on going right through. I was like, I didn't miss anything. Um, that exact moment is a part that when we get to, um, I'll save my notes, but that that'll be a big moment for me. Oh, okay. Is that, is that, Can you tell me off off mic? Uh, I just you can just tell me. I'll tell Nate. That's my big, <laughs> that's my biggest negative with the film. Oh, is okay. that exact moment? Okay. Yeah, and I, I'll explain why. Um, but that's another thing with this film. Um, I don't want to spend too much time just doing a whole review about it. But um, along with the plot structure that never seems to like form into something solid, uh, the who the villain is doesn't seem to uh, totally. solidify. You know, like Amanda Waller is obviously, you know, they, they consider her like the devil. And she she really is like the, the most devil. evil character. The devil. She really is the most evil character uh, in Suicide Squad. And like in DC Comics, she's a huge just terrible person and it's like okay that's that's you know that's the easy money um but then they throw in joker and so now you're going okay is joker the villain hmm. uh, is he the bad guy and then you have to back it up with oh wait they're all villains yeah and then enchantress at the end is the villain and you're going is she <laughs> like you're questioning it yeah it's like the audience didn't want her to be the villain. They wanted Joker to be the villain. They wanted Amanda Waller to be be the villain. And it's like, it's hard. It's 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 like it's hard it, that we have to exert the energy when we shouldn't have to. Especially for yeah. a film like this, we shouldn't be exerting any energy into being like, oh, Enchantress was like trying to make the world a better place. I don't know. It's like Thanos had a reason. His well, was. Look, we are overpopulating. Let's just get rid of half. And then you go, oh, but that's a bad thing to do. So you're the bad guy. Easy peasy, Japanesey, donezo. I don't know what she was doing. She had a big old mystical cloud. She had a lightning bolt in the middle of it. And she every time they 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 flashed to Enchantress, I was I I kept on thinking. I was like, how long is this actress been standing there making these movements in front of this? That's all she did the whole movie was make these movements from her giant cloud. And I was just like, what is she doing back there? I don't understand. <laughs> like, what is the end goal? What, what is, is that, she yeah. doing? What does it do? What yeah. does it do? I what are you doing? Now, I don't I don't want to sound hypocritical, but Mark, I, I do believe what you were saying just then. Like, maybe sometimes, like, huh, if, if my thought process is right, this movie makes the audience work in a way that they weren't expecting to, nor should they work. But on the reverse side, when you come about it on uh, like Dawn of Justice, when someone says, oh, I didn't like that movie. I didn't understand it. And then we're supposed to argue, yeah, well, you have to think about it. You have to. And then that is involving work. And it's like, oh, you have to have some work when it, you know, it's Dawn of Justice. But then you can say the same thing. It's like, that's just a movie about Batman and Superman. You shouldn't have to work about that. You just got Batman and Superman fighting crime. Blah, 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 blah. Because I think you can think about it that way. Cause there, but there is another level to the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I'm speaking for you, Mark. There's another, at least for saying it my way, you guys have already talked about the whole fucking movie for 200-some episodes. Yeah. yeah. We've brought it up on the podcast, too. We, oh, you have? Yeah. Well, you know, go That's for it. That's why I didn't want to sound hypocritical. So there's, yeah. there's the movie on the... on. It's the iceberg. There's the movie... At the top, which is, oh, Batman and Superman are fighting mm-hmm. because their moms are the same name. And then at the <laughs> bottom of it is so much more. There's so much more going on in that movie than just Batman and Superman don't like each other. Yeah, like their know? dads have different names. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, 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 iceberg, the iceberg with this film, it's like the tip. It's just a floating piece of ice. Like there's like nothing. It's an ice cube of the film. Like, it was just floating. It's an ice shelf. It's there's the one that the bears, the polar bears are struggling. To stay struggling on. To, yeah. yeah. B H 
B-E-H-R? Bayer? Oh, or? God, no. I don't know. I don't <laughs> um, know. I will say what my last final thought, not probably not even final, but I didn't mind Jared Leto's Joker. It, it, it like he had his moments of like, yeah, it's a pretty good Joker. And then he had moments ago, yeah, it could be a better Joker. Yeah. Jared, but, yeah. Jared, Jared Leto's Joker. Oh, be- is it Leto? It's not Leto? I, I don't care. Maybe. Okay. I say Ray Fines. I don't know. I'm just going to call him Jared Lett, and let's see what everybody else corrects me just on. Just JL. JL. Uh, no. no? <laughs> mm. JLA? Nah. Uh, he became the punching bag of the, you know, Suicide Squad is not a good movie, but it became mm. like what a Joker is, movie. Yeah, like what is the face of that? It's Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah. So it's like when. Oh, that's. that's yeah. Oh, okay. That's what it is. It's like when you go to attack. It's, it's the. Barely Don- in the movie. With Donna Justice, it was the Martha <laughs> thing. It, it was the lightning rod of it. It was like, if you didn't like Donna Justice. The Martha moment. That's mm-hmm. what it was. It was like, okay, well, what's the first thing to attack? Oh, the Martha. And then it was like, that's it. And then with Suicide Squad, it's like, the, you know, the only thing people can think about is a tattooed Joker with with a. I barely even saw the tattoos. It's like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, it's it's one of those yeah, things where it's one, like it was the picture. Just the yeah. one tattoo, really. Yeah. <laughs> the ha-has. Uh Yeah, and I don't know. Well, it wasn't well, that bad. Eh, you know. It was like I think that's I, I honestly feel like that should be the general consensus to anybody playing Joker from now on. Because one, you can't have it the same, and you can't make it your own. You can't compare him to any other one because it's just different. Yeah, it's just like I really want like any like Joker rendition. Just be like, yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah they, they did their own thing. They did their thing. Yeah, yeah, that was the Joker for that movie. Oh, cool, that was the Joker for that movie. Sweet, that was a Joker from the television. Like I'm excited show. to see what Joaquin Phoenix does because it's like. Oh, okay. That's a really good actor. Yeah. Let's see what he does with it. I'm I just, cool with that. I, I've never cared about the Joker character. Oh yeah, it's, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Out of all the Batman villains, like there's so many cool mm. ones. Like he's just the constant. Sh- you know what I don't, I don't understand is like why didn't the Batman just kill the Joker? Like just. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah. So. Uh, all right. Sorry. Let's um, talk about my favorite part of this scene is when he fires that first bullet and he smells yeah. the gunpowder. I when yeah. I when I watched the movie, I was like. That is a cool thing. This guy is addicted, and like you, like listen to him. Like he, like like heard the ring out of the bullet. Mm-hmm. I was like, this guy loves shooting guns. I like this. Is just a good good job. Yeah, it was like him just tying off and just shooting up right there, mm-hmm. and it's just like it was really good, really good. Uh, good. good analogy. You ever was seen it? those animals that are kept in captivity, and it's like their first time on grass when they let them out, and, and they, they go sad. They did the shampoo, and he died instantly. <laughs> <laughs> he needed water. <laughs> They let him out on the sand. They're like, oh, he beached. <laughs> but it's like, it, it, it's just, it's one of those things where he's like so excited. He's so like turned on the fact that he's got a, a gun. That a loaded has, gun. Like that can f- shoot and fire bullets. He's so excited that that cause for like, like, or that call to like everyone to just listen to the sound of that bullet. He's like so jazzed about it. Um, right at the very beginning of the minute, he says, so what is the firing pin file down? Mm-hmm. I don't know much about guns. I was hoping you guys could explain to me. Is that what a firing pin is? Yeah. You ever see the movie Shooter with Mark Wahlberg? Mm, I, f- I saw it one time. It was a, there was a, a <laughs> firing movie. pin was a big like plot point in that mm-hmm. movie towards the end. But yeah, a firing pin is essentially like, you know, a bullet. It's got the little thing on the back. Little, yeah. That's firing I'm pin. thinking of like the hammer. The hammer is the, the whole hammer mechanism activates it. and then the firing pins on the hammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the part that's inside the hammer. Yeah. And it 
hits the back of the bullet so mm-hmm. it can Strikes detonate. The so when you, uh, if you take apart a gun, you remove the firing pin, and like a lot of times on uh, show uh, Hollywood things, I'm pretty sure that firing pins are always taken out, and you know blanks as well. The crow, uh, I don't know, but yeah, firing. Did you just call me? <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, firing. Have you pin. never fired a gun before, Mark? I have. Oh yeah, what kind yeah. of gun? It's a governor. It's like a five round. It's like a five what kind shooter. Of gun is it? Oh, it's a five shooter. Yeah, like it's a, a five shooter. Yeah, very cool. Little raven. What kind, what kind of hmm? what kind of bullet do you know? Like twenty two cal or Mm-mm. little little bullet? Mm-mm. No, it's a, it's a heavy hitter. Um, oh. it's my brother's gun. <laughs> Your brother's a gun. Yeah. I'm oh wow, I would have never. Yeah. He goes camping all the time. I go camping. Case, I don't have a gun. He, no, you stay strapped. He told us a story about somebody that was messing around their tent. And like he had his gun, and uh, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think that. Yeah, let's just say your brother has uh, one less finger now. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know where I was gonna go with that. Um, it's fun. You ever, I, ever, you ever, I, never ever fired like anything like this? So he's shooting M4. No, I've been to a shooting range. I go. No, uh, like anything that he's shooting here, like a. Oh Glock no, or no, 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 no. Um, I don't know if he has one. No, there was one there earlier. Can I tell you guys something? Yeah. Guns in real life. Don't interest me at all. I like the show factor of a gun. I like action things. You and play that, video da, da, da. games. I with like guns. playing video games with guns. But if you told me it's like, hey, you want to go to a firing range? I'd be like, nah, not particularly. If it's like a group outing, I guess I'll like. What have you? Go. Have you? What have you? Have you fired? I have not fired. The only thing it's a, uh, some sort of construction nail gun that used twenty two bullets. That's not a gun. It was like you <laughs> press it on the yeah. ground and you hold the trigger. Um, so you can no, but find I used to go. I used to play fossils. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Um, I used to play paintball, airsoft, um, you know, that kind of thing. Can I tell you something? Pellet guns what? I was the exact same way. Yeah, and like and now I'm I just went, completely... Then I went skeet shooting, loved it. That's... Oh, I think skeet shooting with like shotguns is honestly, it's it's really fun. It's not like, a, oh, you know, I can't wait to like do it again. It's just kind of like, oh, like I got to like shoot these clay discs and you shoot it and it explodes you and you're like... Well, that was fun. That's like it's like a it's a it's satisfaction. A skill. It's yeah. like oh well, let, yeah. me, let me track yeah. it. Yeah, and boom, yeah. and it's fun to do that. It's yeah. satisfying. I think I, my brother he used to hit me up all the time and like like constantly every week was like, hey, do you want to go like shoot at the firing uh, firing range? And I kept passing. I was like, yeah, I'm busy. Uh, I feel like I don't know my brother a lot. And then one time I finally went and you know like you go you buy like uh you, well you. First, we do an indoor one. Yeah, okay. you let them know that you're bringing your gun. They, you know, they, you know, pass. They scan him. He goes through and he buys a whole box of bullets just for us to to shoot. And you buy what shootout paper that you want, so you can get one of like zombies, zombies. Yeah. yeah. And so I used to have mine. Do I, they have I like I Men do. in Black ones? The aliens? Do they have alien ones? Yeah. I, I bet someone has made the alien ones. Mm. Yeah, I don't yeah. doubt that. But um. Yeah, and like you go and it's 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 just satisfying to to do it, and then like I don't know it. I guess doesn't it, that's me. a huge difference between I don't know. I'm not a gun advocate. I'm have, just saying it right now. Yeah. I don't really care for them. They do yeah. freak me out, and it's like I don't want to deal with that. We were talking. We saw that sign where it was like kicks for guns or whatever. You mm-hmm. trade in your gun, you get a gift certificate for a shoe shack. I don't know. I and, do believe in that 110%. Yeah, like, and so, like, my mother's moving out of her house, and I think I told this, um, there was a, the guy that, she ran into the guy that used to live there, so I'm moving, and he said, oh, my brother stashed a bag of oh, guns yeah. up there, and I don't know if they're still there. Can you check? And I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, like, 
uh, those they're going to be in my possession. And I just want them out of, off the street. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. I don't want anything to do with them. I don't want them to get anywhere. And like when I saw that policing, I was like, yeah, heck, hell, oh yeah, <laughs> doing that. And that's the thing. I don't. I'm not like a. My brother was in the military and all that stuff, so he's like, oh, guns, blah, 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 blah. and I'm just like, dude, chill yeah, out. Your brother's like Rick Flag. Yeah, I have friends yeah, that like are... a, like Joel Kinnaman playing Rick Flag. How about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have friends that are really into guns, and they would always try to give me the gun range. And every time I went to the gun range with them, I always had fun. Yeah, um, we could, but we would always shoot. We would shoot their old World War II guns. And that's what I, like that kind of that's yeah. kind of cool to see like someone with like a bolt action and like actually know how to uh, use yeah, it and like hit a target. It's, it's like, wild. We that's to, like, some an cool skill, and... but also no. If you give me a bow and an arrow, oh yeah, I'll do that all day. Like that's that's the cool projectile thing that I want to do. That's the target hitting that I want to do. I think you should try it. I think yeah. maybe one day we'll I'm go to sure. like a, we'll go to like the there's the the OPD training centers where my I went a couple there times. She's and... friends with people that do. My mom actually is certified. Uh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I I'm not a gun advocate. I mean, I don't want to get too political, but like I you know, gun control, gun safety. I yeah. feel like that oh, should yeah. be it's silly. That's a no brainer, obviously. Um, but it's just the same as, you know, alcohol abuse. There are people who ruin that. There are Mm -hmm. people who are like, there are people who go and enjoy a nice craft beer and enjoy like the culture of like crafting beers and stuff. But then there's people who are like, I'm going to get really shit faced and then go drive and cause an accident, (laughs) ruin it. And like, there are people like that who just ruin it for everyone. And like, there's a way to be like, oh, gun is, guns are great for hunting and, and safety but then there's people who ruin it. And so now, see, I don't even. I'm like, I'm, I'm on the side with like hunting and stuff like that. I get it that it's like a game and it's a sport. No, 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 no. But also not, leave no, the animals not alone. For Come sport. on. I don't. I don't believe in hunting for sport. I believe like, like Native American. Eat, you get it. Eat, you use it, and you'd you use every part it. of it. Like, yeah. If I mean, going, like, like, if that's if that's your way of life, so be it. We are a civilized world. You can change that. Yeah. Grow up. I feel like I have to explain like because my brother does that. My brother will hunt and he'll just then go eat it. And yeah. it's like, okay, that's normal. Was that's what you do. What? Was he eating squirrels? No, uh, lamb and deer. How Where does is he, he does shooting he, lambs? Whoa. These places you go. And In like Florida? he like takes it somewhere and they skin it and give him the meat and stuff. Most places where there's a hunting ground, hunting reserve yeah. lodge near it will yeah. be a will be a, a center yeah. for that. When I went deer hunting, tannery is right. that what they're called? Uh, that's for oh, that's the, the skins. skins. Okay. Where when I went hunting up in like South Carolina, there's like there's all over the place. There's yeah. like the you know meat. Pe- yeah, I didn't shoot anything. I was in a in like a deer stand, which is just a a ladder with a chair at the top. Mm-hmm. Literally a ladder with a chair at the top of it. Like a like a school chair, like a it's like it's it's like a fold out chair with belts strapped to it. Yeah, and and there's a seatbelt, and it's just and it is attached to a ladder, Mm -hmm. leaning against a tree. That is it. That is what I was in. That's all you're in. And um, my mom's boyfriend at the time just like handed me a shotgun, and he goes, "I was sitting there, and there's like a there's a feeder, and then if you see a deer, you you shoot it." And I saw the deer, and I'm like, "I'm not gonna shoot it." I mean, he's hanging out. Yeah, right. It's like eating his corn. He, but he killed one and we, but we ate it cause you know, it's venison and it's good, but like he wouldn't hunt for sport. He, but yeah. he was also, he liked to hunt. He was mm-hmm. a bow and arrow compound bow and he yeah. did musket has and one, all yeah. that. He did. He was a big hunter, but my brother got really into that wildlife thing. I don't know. I wonder if uh, Deadshot's any good with a bow and arrow. Yeah. I think he's good with everything. Bazooka. Cause we Joe? were talking about it. Um, I Bazooka mean like. Bubble gum? I, w- I think I made the, the example when he was in his cell, he could have easily picked up a pebble or something like that that was around his cell and like thrown it out the little window if he could do that. 
hit something and it would cause a reaction to free him. I believe that that is something that Deadshot could do. If you want Deadshot locked up, you lock him in a underground cell with no way of getting out, no windows, no nothing, and that's it. So you're saying that Deadshot's a Rube Goldberg kind of guy? <laughs> he, I'm sure that he can turn pro pyroception into a Rube Goldberg machine. Yes. Hmm. Um, I, I fully believe that he could take anything and throw it and it could hit a target, much like how he can fire a projectile and hit a target. I think he could spit. And isn't there a spit. isn't there a villain that can do that? Yeah, his name is uh, Bullseye. Doctor, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking <laughs> of. Gold Bullseye. Yeah, and he's just essentially the same thing. He can like flick a booger out of his nose and it was cool because in that in that Daredevil that third season, Bullseye was a villain and he was picking Rest up things piece. and throwing it just like how he yeah, would. And he was hitting it all. And like yeah. that's that is that power. Show that off. You don't always have to have a gun. But Deadshot, yeah. he does have a gun. That's I think he thing. just likes guns. Yeah, it's, it's I mean that's his thing. That's, he's got okay. shot in the title. Uh, when he shoots that gun in the air, do you think he like aims at anything? It's so weird because it's almost like know. you have to critique anything he does as like, yeah. oh, is he not missing? Mm-hmm. And, like every time he does anything, and it's almost like, so does he just shoot the gun in the air and not care if it does anything? Yeah, yeah. Is that is that the consensus? He just shoots it in the air. I don't believe in this whole Rube Goldberg situation that Nate says. <laughs> That's a little step too far, but... You're saying he could throw a rock out of a window and get himself out of jail that way? He would have I, to, that is what I said on a previous episode, yes. He, he would that. have to know if there's even a possibility. Yeah, like he would have to watch to see like what, when, you know... It gets too technical. <laughs> um, but I think that that is an ability of the 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 metahuman power is that he is capable of because here in this so moment, he is a metahuman yeah they're all dude Lois Lane's a metahuman yeah. fight me um, uh, because, yeah he's a metahuman well and here in this moment um, he he's he's excited about the ability to shoot shoot guns again you know he's been deprived of that for so long this is pure ecstasy for him to do this especially with a prison sentence for life um if he had an opportunity and always knew that there was an opportunity, then at this moment he knows there isn't an opportunity to escape because he's not doing it. Yeah, he's, he's playing the game and he's, he's literally playing a game where he's doing target practice. Um, so, I mean, if that's true, he has the utmost discipline right now. Mm-hmm. And that's something that they should admire because he's, not shooting he's got live bullets they've given him the opportunity to kill anyone literally everybody there. like yeah he has but he also knows that they are shopping for him like he's he's on a pedestal and he's smart enough to realize that they are they want to they want to see what i can do okay that's why in tomorrow's minute it brings into the fact of his his lines of dialogue in tomorrow's minute I think it's tomorrow. No, it's in, it's in tomorrow's minute. It's in tomorrow's minute yes. where it's uh, like you his knew terms. that he was. Yeah, his terms and conditions like you knew that's what he was going for. Um, so right when we start this montage, uh, like most of this film, there is a licensed music track that plays. Um, this one is a Kanye West song. Uh, I think Black Skinhead is, is the one. Um, how do you guys feel about this? This oh, moment? Oh, 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 he's bold. Huh. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know the song. It. Um, you don't know the song. Mm-mm. You didn't. You didn't recognize it. No, I'm not a. I don't. No, you know. I thought you did. I is it a sorry. newer Kanye West song? It's on the Yeezus album, which is like no. See, like I didn't listen to any of that. Like I mean, like, yeah, if yeah. I want to, li- I'm not. A Kanye You're old West school fan. Kanye West. Not I old school, it. but I do enjoy. 
808s and heartbreak, college graduate, all this thing, graduation. Mike, you got a Kanye West fan over here? No. No? No, yeah. I like Beautiful Dark, and that's about it. Mm. I never listened to Graduation. I just found that mm-hmm. the, the first song off Graduation is the one I sent the other day, mm-hmm. that, 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 that uh, loop Steely Dan. I had no idea that was a song. Yeah. It's so weird. Kanye West is one of those people, and I, I don't know if this is even something that discussed on the podcast is okay to like have a segment about Kanye West. And like, I don't care, dude. It's uh, your show. It's our show. I was just going to say like, it's one it. of those things where it's like, uh, well, for him, it's been the most touchy of subjects where it's like separating the, the artists and the celebrity mm-hmm. thing. And it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, the music is, is, you know, he's an artist at making music. And then it's like, well, mm-hmm. you're a real piece of shit in real life. It's one of those things. And it's like, <laughs> It's like, oh, do I say like, oh, I like his music, but then it in turns makes me seem like a terrible person. But it's like, I think you're okay on Kanye yeah. on that one. I think people are just like, yeah, the guy. There's something. Yeah, he's he's people, a good artist. For the same, it's the same thing with like yeah. uh, rappers like Eminem, where it's like, okay, maybe he makes good music, but maybe he's not such a cool guy in real life, or maybe it's the complete opposite, where the music is trash and the person's actually kind of neat. I don't know. It's one of those things. I think um, the use of this song is really just kind of shitty um, because, again, it's how the whole rest of the movie's been. It's been like too on the nose. You know, every song that's yeah. being played for whoever is too. It's like, oh, well, yeah, of course we're playing Black Skinhead for Deadshot because he's black and he's bald. <laughs> um, and I also kind of related to in uh, Django Unchained when they use um, Rick Ross's Honey yeah. Black Coffins. They play 30 seconds of 100 Black Coffins and then the song ends. It's like, well, why did you even like, why did you even get the song to play yeah. for that? Like, that's why I asked how mm-hmm. long, what's the timestamp? Because the next minute, I think we get like five more seconds of this, of the song mm-hmm. and then it's over. So you got the whole license for the music to play this song mm-hmm. for 30 seconds. That yeah. is it. I think the scene would have been just as impactful, if not more impactful. Take the music out. Or. Let me see that edit. Let me see um, that cut. Don't play the lyrics. Yeah. What if it was yeah, just if it was the instrumental? Perfect. If it was just the instrumental, the rhythm of it is like a gun going off. Why do I need the vocals? Yeah. Why do that? Because yeah. uh, you know it's it's weird because it's like his in, the instrumentals that kind of makes for the music is great, and then it's like the lyrics where it's like, I don't like the lyrics. You I know what's a really cool exact inverse of the situation we're talking about right now? Baby Driver. Didn't see it. Didn't oh, see man. it, but I want to. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, so they play licensed music. I said that on air, so now everyone's going to know I didn't see Baby Driver. <laughs> I feel like... Uh, they play licensed music, but they watch it tonight or tomorrow. No, I want to watch it. I want to watch it. <laughs> they, they, it's, it's all like working with the movie, working with the motion of yeah. the characters. Where there's a right. gun part where they're playing, I think it's Egyptian reggae. Uh, no, I don't know if it was Egyptian reggae or if it was uh, the Queen song that he talks about. I don't know. There's a gun scene where... It's just like a dagadoo, 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 and like it is the guns firing, like pulling the trigger, and like it works in tandem with the music. You can still hear the gunfire and the music's in the background, and mm-hmm. it just it, it works. So we know that licensed music fitting into movies and in situations works beautifully when done correctly. Yeah, that was a question. When done, <laughs> when done, I think when done well, correctly. When done you know. intentionally. Intentionally, that's intentionally the word. because yeah. you have to remember that this is like a trailer mm-hmm. house edit where they go, okay, well we're gonna put this yeah. Kanye West song and we're gonna cut this film to be mm-hmm. like that. And music was a big part of Baby Driver, so it is intentional. Yeah, it was and Edgar it, Wright. Yeah. Edgar Wright has always been a master at editing his films. Like that's mm-hmm. his whole 
that's his thing. Stick. Yeah, that's his. That's what makes him a great director. And his music as well. Yeah, he, he's got a great. Yeah. Um, All right, I'll give you guys Baby Driver. <laughs> um, it's it's a good moment. Um, I guess I I I think this is um I think a lot of people love this part of this film. Yeah. And I think for me, it, there's always been something about it that I don't quite like. And, and that's weird because normally there are parts of this film that I go, oh, you know, like there's something here where most people are trashing it. But it's like, for me, this part has always been like, it's like he's hitting the, uh, the targets. And I always felt like nothing was actually really happening. Like as far as CGI, doesn't it seem like there's no yeah. bullets or anything? Like I don't know. There's what a, do you mean? There's not enough like weight to it. There's it's just kind of hollow. The whole it, it he's well at least for me he's he's hitting these he's hitting these targets in the head every time. Mm-hmm. But there's like nothing behind it. It's just he hits it and then that's it. It's like okay, well then like that why. I don't know. I just it, it's a great scene. I do like the scene in the movie, but I think the best word to describe it for me is hollow. And the, another a good way to describe it, I guess, is in like Overwatch terms is um the character Anna or Anna, the mm-hmm. sniper in it. You know, she's got a sniper rifle and she can shoot enemies, but when you land a hit, it the, when you hit, it just feels hollow and you're like, "Oh, yeah, like, you I don't think get, I did anything." Yeah. Like but it's it's doing something, but I don't think I'm actually doing mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. That's how I kind of feel yeah. about this. In, in the in the gaming in the in the realm of game development, they call that uh, juiciness mm-hmm. in a game where uh, let's take uh, Tetris, the newest Tetris or, Lumi, Tetris effect. or Lumi, Luminous, Lumis, whatever. When you play such a simple game like when you play such a simple game like that, when you clear like a level or when you do anything, there should be something that just feels great about how that went or like effects um, endorphin rush yeah yeah really. like super meat boy was one of those things mm. one of those games you game- said it before tetris it was yeah that was those, exactly those, getting a tetris is yeah. like oh yeah. yeah like there's something that feels great and so um maybe when you're playing like call of duty or something some like game like that destiny is a great example of a game that feels juicy when you play it and it's like wow, it feels really good to use the supers, to shoot enemies. Like, Halo, Bungie's always been great at their gameplay. That's why they were successful with Halo, because it made those first-person shooter games feel great to even play. Because you get a precision, and the head pops, and you yeah. get the numbers, and you oh, get yeah. oh, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. They, Epic did a really good job with yeah. Gears, Gears of War and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so with this, I, I never... Um, yeah, he's hitting things like Deadshot should. Like, Deadshot's doing a thing like that. But... Uh, I, it just never felt. Are you expecting like the targets to waver a little bit, or I mean, like the way? See, even I'm that would be something, I guess. If I, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I disagree with with what you guys are saying, just because I think the entire point of it was to show in next minutes where they are. They all hit the same exact point to create that hole. Yeah, that. So part I is, think that's like that is the weight. That's the money shot. Yeah, that was the weight of it all. So yeah, while he's shooting the guns, makes it seem weightless, but. The so, weight is all dropped on you tomorrow. Look, right here, exactly. I think I think you pointed it out. There's nothing bo- there's nothing. There's nothing to it. So it's just sparks mm-hmm. hitting this forehead on this metal piece. That is it. It's just sparks. There's nothing else. There's no if maybe if they flash to let's say a pile of bullets underneath each of those oh, targets. Yeah. You cut to a pile of the bullets falling down. Every each one is hitting like the exact same spot on the ground. 
just something more instead of just these bullets hitting this piece of metal over and over and over. I think again. what we want to see even the shells like coming off yeah. and landing on the table in a line. Exactly, that would be cool. Some weight behind it. Show <laughs> me wanna, more. Like I think what we want to see is like maybe like a uh, a super zoomed in shot of like a bullet smashing into the back of another bullet, and mm-hmm. like to us yeah. that would be pleasing. You know, like when you see a Robin Hood shot. Yeah, like, yeah. and it's just oh, like yeah. comp- like compacting yeah. into the other one and like building up and like breaking through, and it's like. That would be very pleasing because we feel tension and then we feel release. This is just uh, released. It's mm-hmm. just it's just hitting and it's I don't know. I just never found it. Uh, you know, when we get to later in the film and Deadshot has the big moment where he's clearing out enemies by himself. Yeah, that feels great because it's like there's bullet dropping shots and like he's close up on his face. You see him actually having switching guns. And yeah, stuff. Like, like that he, feels great because he's a one man arsenal. Like, that's what feels great about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the exact uh, physics behind shooting, like, a metal target like that. Um, I assume they have to be far enough away so that there's no ricochet effect. Yeah, that's a big no Is that a big and, thing? And shooting ranges is uh, the ricochet on... So, uh, at outdoor shooting ranges, you have... It's a long, like, you know, 100 yards or something. Mm-hmm. Then you'll have a big sand wall in the back, and then you'll have, like, a piece of wood as well to make sure there's no metal out there because if you hit metal... It could ricochet and it could, you know, splinter off, and you don't want that. That's a big no-no is hitting that. But it's only one shooting range. I've been, the 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 one that I went to was like that. Uh, well, even the the OPD one was like that as well. Uh, I was I was wondering that about it as well. I'm like, so you're making a dent. Maybe he's just so good that they would he knew what kind of ricochet he would get. Or and something. that's another thing that brings me to my my next statement. Another thing to add weight to it would be him actually knowing what the ricochet would be. So him standing in the same exact spot and sparks behind everybody, not even hitting the guards or Amanda, so that he himself is actually making the ricochet, hitting the target, and knowing that the ricochet is not going to hit everybody else. Mm. So all around and like them kind of freaking out, like oh. Ooh, ooh. And then realizing, oh, we're not going to get hit. This guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. So, that's all I got, though. Uh, welcome back to <laughs> Gravity Minute. Can we say that? No, that's the movie with Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Have you guys seen that movie? Yeah. No. Saw it three times. Really? Yeah. It's Liked it at first. First time. Third viewing. S- hated it. <laughs> first time you watch it, it's pretty good. Um, Stephen Price scored that film, scored this film, scored that film. You wouldn't know it because they have Kanye West here instead of Stephen Price. But uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard or didn't, you can find us on on social media at DCU Minute, DCEU Minute, and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society, where you could join us, guests who have been on the show, and other other listeners of the show. (laughs) I was going to say, we're listeners on our show. But um, and other listeners of our show, and other listeners of the show, uh, where you can talk about today's minute or any minute that you're catching up on, whether it be Man of Steel minute or Donald Justice minute, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number thirty of Suicide Squad. 